Hopefully, if you're watching this video, you already see the value in waiting to have sex until marriage, or as I like to say, find love before sex. So in this video, I'd like to talk about how to actually wait. How can we set ourselves up for success if we've made the decision to wait? Well, the first thing you must do if you plan to be successful is set good boundaries up front. No boundaries equals no self-esteem. The boundaries you keep are indicative of how little or how much you respect yourself. Boundaries are your friend. The reason I say this is because good intentions don't mean jack. It's only what we're actually able to do that matters. The enemy doesn't give a shit about what you try to do. Let me share a story with you. A few years ago, a female friend that I'd known for some time and I reconnected. She was going through something and I pulled her close to my group of friends and immediately I started to see that she was making better decisions and was being positively influenced by the group. We had a level of comfort because we had known each other a long time and we had come from similar backgrounds, so we began spending more time together just as friends. There was some physical attraction there on both sides, but I was praying about who to date next and was really waiting for God to give me a green light on someone. And up until this point, he hadn't said anything about this girl or anyone else, although I was enjoying my time with her and we continued to grow closer. We had never been physical in any way, not even held hands. There was some minor flirting and I thought it was a dangerous situation, so I talked to her about it, but we both pretended like that could never happen because we were such good friends. I ignored the red flags, and the next time that we spent together watching a movie alone at my house, we wound up having sex. It was a huge blow for me at the time. I had been abstinent for three years. I was very outspoken on my stance on the subject. I was on leadership at my church, and I really just believed that I was stronger than that. I had every intention of saving myself for marriage, but once we started kissing, I couldn't pull the emergency brake and stop it. Things got out of control quickly, and it almost ended our friendship. In hindsight, I see that I wanted the benefits of having a girlfriend without the actual commitment. And it was my fault, because I hadn't set stronger boundaries. In order to set your boundaries, you have to know yourself. And you have to be very honest with yourself about what you can and can't do when it comes to dating. For some people, their boundary might not be spending time alone together. Others may not be able to even kiss or hold hands. The main thing, as the Bible says, is to know thyself. And don't try to see how close you can get to the fire without getting burned. Even my friends that don't believe that Jesus was the Son of God will say that he was at least the, the most enlightened person that ever walked the earth. And what did Jesus say about sin? He said, if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. Think about that. Can you imagine gouging your own eye out? How painful that would be and how extreme that sounds? So when I get friends ask me if it's okay to cuddle or spend the night at each other's house while they're dating, while there might not be anything technically wrong with cuddling per se, I would ask, is it worth it? Because I understand that not cuddling someone you're dating sounds extreme, but it's nowhere as extreme as gouging your own eye out. I have many friends, girlfriends especially, that miss the, that aspect of a relationship. And while cuddling may be innocent to them, it's not always innocent to others, especially if that other person isn't committed to waiting until marriage to have sex. Spooning leads to forking. The old, I just want it to be held, may be true, but all that matters is what you're able to do. Again, intentions count for nothing. This is why I recommend before dating, decide where your boundaries actually are. Decide where your line is before ever putting yourself in a compromising situation so you don't make a mistake. Trying to decide when you're already horizontal is a bad idea. I won't lie, keeping strong boundaries will cost you. Boundaries are like diets. They're easy to set, but they're difficult to maintain. They require discipline. I personally removed all obstacles from my life that would prevent me from succeeding. 
For example, the boundaries that I now keep personally for the last three and a half years are I made a decision not to spend time alone with women because I know it's dangerous for me given my past and my weaknesses in that area. I might ride in a car or go to the movies with a female, but I wouldn't have one at my house or go to her house and watch a movie if it was just her and I. Another thing I did in order to pursue this path was I gave up drinking alcohol several years ago. And one of the primary reasons I did it was because when I drink, I feel promiscuous. And I used to rationalize drinking because drinking in itself isn't wrong, but it was causing me to make mistakes over and over again, so it had to go. I can't tell you how much more productive this one decision has made me, and it all stemmed from my desire to wait to have sex until marriage. Again, I made all these decisions for selfish reasons. I honestly believe that this is the best strategy for finding true love and long-term happiness. Plus, I didn't want to burn a friendship, hurt another person, damage the faith that other people have placed on me and lose credibility, get stuck with the wrong person inadvertently, or get an STD, get someone pregnant. Does that make sense? But hey, those are my boundaries, and I admit they're up pretty far. But if I'm serious about having all the things I want most in life, and if you are, then I suggest that you have to make these certain sacrifices in order to put yourself in a position to succeed. If you're just starting out, I will warn you, it is lonely, it is hard, you will be depressed at times, it's an emotional roller coaster. It's literally what I imagine going through withdrawal to a substance must be like. But on the other side of it, there's this beautiful freedom that comes with it. The Bible says no discipline feels pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it yields a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who are trained by it. So be willing to go through it. No one gets to their promised land without going through the wilderness. The wilderness is uncomfortable. It's unfamiliar. Sometimes it's flat out painful. But know there's something greater on the other side for you if you make the journey. What you're vying for here isn't a small thing either. This is the life you've always wanted and the person created for you just to share it with. Focus on how good the prize is at the end of the wait. Lastly, I'd recommend seeking out a mentor who can give you good advice and accountability in the area of your relationships. Church is a good place to start and you'll find people there that share these values and it won't cost you anything. Having a good support system is crucial. Surround yourself with people headed in the same direction or you'll never make it. If you're looking for support and encouragement, join the conversation in the Why Waiting Works community on Facebook. And until next time, thank you.